Chapter 7, Part 5 of The American Language. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The American Language by H. L. Mencken. Chapter 7 Differences in Spelling, Part 5 Simplified Spelling the current movement toward a general reform of english-american spelling is of american origin and its chief supporters are americans today its actual father was webster for it was the long controversy over his simplified spellings that brought the dons of the american philological association to a serious investigation of the subject in eighteen seventy five they appointed a committee to inquire into the possibility of reform and in eighteen seventy six this committee reported favorably during the same year there was an international convention for the amendment of english orthography at philadelphia with several delegates from england present and out of it grew the spelling reform association in eighteen seventy eight a committee of american philologists began preparing a list of proposed new spellings and two years later the philological society of england joined in the work in eighteen eighty three a joint manifesto was issued recommending various general simplifications in eighteen eighty six the american philological association issued independently a list of recommendations affecting about three thousand five hundred words and falling under ten headings practically all of the changes proposed had been put forward eighty years before by webster and some of them had entered into unquestioned american usage in the meantime example the deletion of the u from the o u r words the substitution of e r for r e at the end of words the reduction of traveller T-R-A-V-E-L-L-E-R, to Traveler, T-R-A-V-E-L-E-R, and the substitution of Z for S, wherever phonetically demanded, as in Advertise and Cozy. The trouble with the others was that they were either too uncouth to be adopted without a struggle, or likely to cause errors in pronunciation. To the first class belonged tongue, T-U-N-G, for tongue, T-O-N-G-U-E, rough, R-U-F, for rough, R-O-U-G-H, battle, B-A-T-L, for battle, B-A-T-T-L-E, and above, A-B-U-V, for above, A-B-O-V-E. And to the second, such forms as catch, C-A-C-H, for catch, C-A-T-C-H, and trouble, T-R-O-B-L-E, for trouble, T-R-O-U-B-L-E. The result was that the whole reform received a setback. The public dismissed the industrious professors as a pack of dreamers. Twelve years later, the National Education Association revived the movement with a proposal that a beginning be made with a very short list of reformed spellings, and nominated the following by way of experiment. Though, 
A-L-T-H-O, although, A-L-T-H-O, through, T-H-R-U, throughout, T-H-R-U-O-U-T, thorough, T-H-O-R-O, thoroughly, T-H-O-R-O-L-Y, thoroughfare, T-H-O-R-O-F-A-R-E, program, P-R-O-G-R-A-M, prologue, P-R-O-L-O-G, catalog, C-A-T-A-L-O-G, pedagogue, P-E-D-A-G-O-G, and decalogue, D-E-C-A-L-O-G. This scheme of gradual changes was sound in principle, and in a short time, at least two of the recommended spellings, program and catalogue, were in general use. Then, in 1906, came the organization of the Simplified Spelling Board, with an endowment of $15,000 a year from Andrew Carnegie, and a formidable membership of pundits. The board at once issued a list of 300 revised spellings, new and old, and in August 1906, President Roosevelt ordered their adoption by the government printing office. But this unwise effort to hasten matters, combined with the buffoonery characteristically thrown about the matter by Roosevelt, served only to raise up enemies, and since then, though it has prudently gone back to more discreet endeavors, and now lays main stress upon the original twelve words of the National Education Association, the board has not made a great deal of progress. From time to time, it issues impressive lists of newspapers and periodicals that are using some, at least, of its revised spellings, and of colleges that have made them optional, but an inspection of these lists shows that very few publications of any importance have been converted and that most of the great universities still hesitate. It has, however, greatly reinforced the authority behind many of Webster's spellings, and it has done much to reform scientific orthography. Such forms as gram, G-R-A-M, cocaine, C-O-C-A-I-N, chloride, C-H-L-O-R-I-D, anemia, a-N-E-M-I-A, and aniline, A-N-I-L-I-N, are the products of its influence. Despite the large admixture of failure in this success, there is good reason to believe that at least two of the spellings on the National Education Association list, though, T-H-O, and through, T-H-R-U, are making not a little quiet progress. I read a great many manuscripts by American authors, and find in them an increasing use of both forms, with the occasional addition of although, A-L-T-H-O, thorough, T-H-O-R-O, and thoroughly, T-H-O-R-O-L-Y. The spirit of American spelling is on their side. They promise to come in as honor, H-O-N-O-R, bark, B-A-R-K, check, C-H-E-C-K, wagon, W-A-G-O-N, and story, 
S-T-O-R-Y, came in many years ago as Tyre, T-I-R-E, Esophagus, E-S-O-P-H-A-G-U-S, and Theater, T-H-E-A-T-E-R, came in later on as Program, P-R-O-G-R-A-M, Catalog, C-A-T-A-L-O-G, and Cyclopedia, C-Y-C-L-O-P-E-D-I-A, came in only yesterday. And as Airplane, A-I-R-P-L-A-N-E, for Aeroplane, A-E-R-O-P-L-A-N-E, is coming in today. A constant tendency toward logic and simplicity is visible. If the spelling of English and American does not grow farther and farther apart, it is only because American drags English along. There is incessant experimentalization. New forms appear, are tested, and then either gain general acceptance or disappear. One such, now struggling for recognition, is all right, A-L-R-I-G-H-T, a compound of all and right, made by analogy with already and almost. I find it in American manuscripts every day, and it not infrequently gets into print. So far, no dictionary supports it, but it has already migrated to England. Meanwhile, one often encounters in American advertising matter such experimental forms as burlesque, B-U-R-L-E-S-K, photo, F-O-T-O, phonograph, F-O-N-O-G-R-A-P-H, candy, K-A-N-D-Y, car, K-A-R, wholesome, H-O-L-S-U-M, comfort, K-U-M-F-O-R-T, and Q-room, not to mention sulfur, S-U-L-F-U-R. Cigar, S-E-G-A-R, has been more or less in use for half a century, and at one time it threatened to displace cigar, C-I-G-A-R. At least one American professor of English predicts that such forms will eventually prevail. Even phosphate, F-O-S-F-A-T-E, and photograph, F-O-T-O-G-R-A-P-H, he says, are bound to be the spellings of the future. End of chapter 7, part 5. Recording by Linda Johnson.